Howdy, hey! If you are following along with this podcast, you are most likely a highly sensitive person, or in other words, an HSP. What most mentors don't realize is that this can make the process of you building a business even more challenging than the average person, which is why you are here. Because in order to grow a six or multi six figure business, you need to find a mentor that understands you as a person. Then, and only then, will your business grow. Let me tell you just how excited I am for today's episode. Today, I have Lauren on the podcast. Lauren is a licensed therapist and a coach for highly sensitive people. She is a highly sensitive person herself and is the host of the Highly Sensitive Podcast. Lauren enjoys working with other HSPs on topics such as boundary setting, self-care, self-compassion, and exploring what it means to be a highly sensitive person. And let me tell you, you are going to want to have your notes out. So let's dive in. Hello, friend. This is Ambitious and Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Mara McDonald, a business coach for ambitious women. I'm a former high school teacher who took a leap of faith and left my career to stay home. Now, I'm a multi-business owning mama who is on a mission to help other women find their true passion, build the business of their dreams, and be unapologetically themselves. My goal in this podcast is to give tips on how to become the best leader you can be and to give you motivation to help you get through your week. No more letting fear control your life. Let's do the damn thing. All right. So I have Lauren with me today. And first of all, I am so, so excited because I serve people who have anxiety and mental health illnesses, very highly sensitive people. And I knew that I needed to bring in a highly sensitive coach in here to really explain her area of expertise and how you can take care of you, your mental health, and still have a successful business. So I am so excited to say Lauren is with us on the show today. So hello, Lauren. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here with you. I'm so excited to have you, like for real. So how are you doing today, first of all? (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, a little tired. Um, I have a four-month-old, so, (laughs) you know, just constantly tired but besides that things are good (laughs) oh is it your first is this your first oh I hate to break it to you but I have a 20 month old and it isn't getting any better so I hate to be the bearer of bad news (laughs) yep this is just how I am now I've come to accept that so (laughs) we live off coffee pretty much I need like an IV in my veins just pump coffee in nonstop. right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah (laughs) So I would love to hear a little bit about you. So if you could just give me basic your life story, um, what is it that you do and why do you love it and how did you come about it, et cetera. So you have full reign, go for it. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm a licensed therapist in New Hampshire and I'm also a coach for highly sensitive people. And, um, I'm also, as we were just talking about a first time mom. So that's really exciting. Um, those are my kind of three three jobs. Being a mom is my favorite by far though. Um, (laughs) so yeah, that's, uh, I have two cats who are also, you know, my little babies and, um, yeah. (laughs) So that's a really, um, concise version of my life story. Kind of where I'm at right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Mom, coach, therapist, and cat mom. Sums you all up. So if you don't mind explaining what is a coach for highly sensitive people and how did you come about this? Yeah. So I, I guess I'll kind of talk a little bit about what a highly sensitive person is first. So, um, I, I am one. Um, so, you know, that makes it easier to work with other (laughs) HSPs. Um, so 
So yeah, so highly sensitive people are, I feel like there's a lot that can go into what, you know, one of us is. Um, so kind of to sum it up, um, we can get very easily overstimulated by things like loud sounds or bright lights um, or like going to the grocery store where it might be crowded and there are also bright lights and loud sounds. Um, and even, yeah, yes, yeah. And even just um, working, like I know a lot of HSPs that can't work full time because it's so draining and just overstimulating. Um, so that's, I feel like a big piece of it. Um, we also pay attention to details. So we might notice something that other people don't notice, or we might, um, I think we're able to tune into how other people are feeling and things that they might need. <laughs> we also process things very deeply. So we tend to really think about um, before we enter into a new situation, we tend to really um, just kind of observe and think about what's going to happen, um, observe what's going on. We, um, I know in school, I was very quiet because I was just processing things. And that's kind of how I did that was just by sitting there and being quiet. Mm -hmm. um, so that is kind of a handful of things that make up a highly sensitive person. Um, if anybody wants to, there is a self-test on hsperson.com, which is um, Dr. Elaine Aaron's website. She kind of pioneered this personality trait um, and did a lot of research on it. So there's a self-test if you want to go and kind of see what else could make a highly sensitive person yeah. and if you are one. For sure. Uh, That's really interesting. I didn't know that there was that resource out there. I'm going to check it out myself, even though I already know I'm a highly sensitive per person, but still going to check it out. <laughs> yeah. And they, they actually have one that's for parents to do for kids too. So if you think your kid might be highly sensitive, you can go and, and do that. So that's kind of cool. Um, but that, yeah, but that test really sums up like what, what it, it means to be an HSP. Um, so yeah, so I work with HSPs on things like setting boundaries, um, self-care, figuring out what that person's doing for their self-care, what things they can incorporate into their life to make it a little bit more comfortable and, and easier for them. Um, I work on self-compassion because we tend to, I think, have a lot of negative thoughts about ourselves. And um, I think a lot of that comes from just what we've been through in our lives and, and hearing other people make negative comments, um, being too sensitive or too emotional, um, things like that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I work, I work with HSPs on a wide, a wide variety of, of topics. I love that. And what inspired you? Cause I know you said that you are a licensed therapist, so I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm sure I don't know what you are licensed in, but what inspired you to work with specifically HSPs? Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes back to when I first discovered that I'm highly sensitive. So that was maybe like six or seven years ago. And I, I think I just read a random article about it. And I was like, this perfectly describes me. This is so crazy. I can't, it, it's just like somebody wrote an article about me. Um, and so that was really cool because I'd always felt that I was really different from other people or that there was something wrong with me. And I know a lot of HSPs felt that way before yes. discovering that this was a trait. <laughs> yeah. that, was, um, that was me. I mean, I yeah. remember when I was young, I would go to like um, an amusement park where I would go to like, just even like, like a grocery store and those lights and the sounds would just overwhelm me. And I would always associate it with feeling sick. Um, so down the line, I ended up getting a phobia of sicknesses and that transferred into panic disorder and anxiety disorder. But 
it was almost liberating when I discovered that there's other people like me who were very sensitive to all these different, you know, sights and sounds and smells. And that like, I always feel like I connect with people in a very deep level and I'm very empathetic and just knowing that it's not just me, there's other people too. Yeah. It's awesome. When yeah, when you figure out like, this is, this is just how I am. And there are other people that are also like this. Yeah. It is really liberating. It's such a cool feeling. And then to connect with them too. So I think that's, that's part of why I wanted to work with HSPs is because we just, first of all, therapists are not trained about highly sensitive people. Mm -hmm. They're, they're just not trained that this is even a thing that exists, which I think is horrible and really does a disservice to the clients because so many clients are highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. So they're not able to see things from that point of view. So since I am, (laughs) because I am highly sensitive, I thought, wow, I think this is something that's really needed. Um, and now with therapy, even I'm really focusing on just working with HSPs. Um, and then coaching is obviously just with HSPs too. So I think it's so helpful to be able to bring up an issue and have somebody who can kind of be put in your shoes to look right. at it from that perspective and say like, and even to say, I, I, I used to deal with that too, or I still struggle with this and, and here's kind of what I've learned. So that's, yeah, I, I really love it. It's really fun. That's so awesome. And so what inspired you to start a online business? Because I know you're still practicing with therapy and all that. So what inspired you to start your business? Yeah. So I, I'm doing therapy online too. So everything's okay. online. So that's oh, okay. cool. Awesome. Yeah. So I had been working at a community mental health agency for a few years. Um, and it, with COVID, we had to be remote. And I really liked it. So I decided to then start working with adults remotely for a therapy. And I thought I get, I get burned out with therapy pretty easily um, with working with trauma, a lot of trauma, working with um, really intense depression. It's really exhausting for me. So I thought with coaching, I can work with HSPs on things that are a little bit lighter, <laughs> um, not so intense, not so draining. And I also knew that I wanted to have a baby. So um, I figured working from home, I can set my own schedule. You know, I can kind of do whatever works for me. And um, so then I started my business a little over a year ago and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, I, I'm the same way. I started my business when my daughter was born and also a little bit over a year ago. Sounds like we both started about the same time. And like you, I'm so glad I did. Like if I knew what I knew now, I would have started like five years ago. I wouldn't have waited this long. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's just amazing. And my next question for you would be, what was that process like of building your business as a HSP? Because I'm sure me and you talked about, I was on your podcast and all that. We talked about boundaries and other things that come up uh, when you're building a business as a highly sensitive person. So what was that experience like for you? It was really overwhelming (laughs) because I was like, okay, I want to do this. I don't really know how to do this. Um, And I kind of have to do it around also doing therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was super overwhelming. And I did uh, find a business coach who really helped me, um, you know, task things out and guide me, which I don't think I could have done it without her because (laughs) it was just, (laughs) I was like, where do you even start? 
I know I have so many things I probably need to do, but I don't even know what they are and I don't know the order to do them in. Um, So I would definitely recommend um, a business coach um, if you're going to start a business, because it's, I think people could probably give up um, partway in, you know, if you just try to kind of push through it on your own. Um, And yeah, so boundaries for me were kind of weird at first because I was just starting out, I kind of wanted to fit people in where it worked for them just to kind of get clients in the door and get started and also working around my therapy schedule. So, um, yeah, that was, that was difficult. And, um, on my podcast, you had said, you think one of the biggest foundations for when you start is to set boundaries right away, which I totally agree with. And I wish I'd met you before I started (laughs) because I did not do that. And I think that's really necessary. Um, But now I have much better boundaries, especially because therapy is a little more flexible so I can really do what I want. And now that I have a baby, I have, I have to have boundaries. Um, But I would also say, yeah, definitely boundaries make a big difference. You can't just kind of do what other people want all the time. Yep. And it's, it's really hard. And I say this all the time because I myself need to work on my boundaries. And I said that on your podcast, like I preach boundaries, to everybody else. But then if you look at my boundaries, terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, but boundaries is one of those things as a HSP that is so, so important um, to have because you can really easily lead yourself to burnout. You can feel that overwhelmed. And when you start to feel that way, you shut down. Right. And I see this time and time again with my clients where they feel so burnout. And you ultimately the reason why is because of those boundaries. They're letting their clients determine when we should meet. They're letting their clients box or message them and demand something right away. Right. And so it's really hard as a people pleaser to set up those boundaries. Um, but ultimately that's so, so important to your business. Yeah. And I, and I think people, I mean, yeah, we, we want to accommodate people, but if we say I have this slot and this slot open, you know, people aren't going to probably say, Oh, well, can I do this? Or people usually just pick a slot if it works for them and then they're good. So it's like, just set the boundary, just, just tell them, you know, give them a choice or give them one, one, one time and see if it works. You don't have to do all this negotiating. And that's what I've always discovered too, is the people who do negotiate with you end up being the hardest people for you to work with. Like they're the ones that are really draining because people, at least for me, the people I want to work with, they understand my boundaries and I understand theirs. Right. And I would never say, Oh, can you do, I might say, can you do 30 minutes later? You know, something like that. But I would never say, Oh, I see you only have a time of 5 PM. Can I do it at 10 AM? And people, you know, so finding that boundary and then knowing that the right people, they're going to respect those boundaries as well. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. And that, that goes for everything too, you know, everything in life. I think HSPs really have a hard time setting boundaries, but um, if people, I mean, the people that really matter are, are going to respect them. I think. Absolutely. Thousand percent. So, okay. So I'm a business mentor and you know this, that's why we're chatting. Um, (laughs) So I, oftentimes help people. I help people in different capacities, grow their business to 30K months and people who really just kind of are starting out. So I help people in a very wide spectrum, but I am wondering in your opinion, 
how can an HSP use their superpowers to build a business? Because oftentimes people say, oh my gosh, I'm so sensitive or I have anxiety or I have ADHD and all these things that make it highly sensitive person, highly sensitive, and they see it as a burden, but I think it's a superpower. I think being HSP is a superpower to the core. So I'm just interested in getting your perspective. How can people, how can HSPs use their superpowers to build a successful business? Yeah, I really like this question. I think because we are so empathetic and we're good at reading people, that can go a long way. I mean, when you're talking to new clients or whatever type of business you have, you're we're often really good at putting ourselves in other people's shoes or kind of sensing where they're at. And I think maybe we kind of take that for granted or don't, don't even think about it because that's just how we are. And we don't really think other people can't do that. <laughs> So I think that's a really big, big piece of, you know, what, what makes it a superpower for us. Yeah. Um, and also just how much we care about people. A lot of us are in some sort of helping job um, in some sort of capacity. So um, our caring and empathy and wanting to be there for other people. Um, sometimes like we were talking about boundaries, sometimes that can kind of da go downhill and work <laughs> against us. But I think it can, in a business type setting, it can really work for us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And kind of like what you said with the boundaries, it can kind of go downhill and work against us. But, and that's a thousand percent true. But then also at the same time, it's always those boundaries get crossed from a good place, like from a kind heart, from wanting to help others. And I think, like you said, that's overlooked so often because as an HSP myself, I really just kind of think, everybody's like me. Like, I think everybody just generally wants to help others and, uh, and they're empathetic. And that's not always the case in business or in life in general. And so using that is exactly, you're, you're exactly spot on using that at, to build the foundation of your business, using that empathy and that compassion and that love and that genuine wanting to help others to build a business. And people are going to want to be in that energy because everybody wants to feel loved and cared for. Yeah. And I think HSPs especially really value authenticity and we try to be as authentic as we can. Mm -hmm. um, and I know like for myself, it's, it's really tough for me to be my true authentic self if I'm not feeling comfortable. Yep. So I think that can kind of, I, I'm sure other people experience that as well. Um, so when we are able to be our true authentic selves, I think other people really are drawn to that and, yep. and really appreciate it and what we have to share with them. And I love that you said that because that's literally one of the things I teach in my programs, especially for the people who might be just starting out or in my mini mind, we really talk about gaining that clarity and finding your story and using that story to build a business and how it's okay. For the longest time, I was so guilty of saying I was a business mentor and really focusing on the monetary values that I can bring people. And I had a superpower and I was afraid to share with everybody. And that superpower was that I was highly sensitive. I suffer from anxiety, panic disorder, mental health illnesses. And that a lot of people in the online space who are building businesses, they resonate with that. And once I really opened up about my story and I was my true authentic self, the right people connected with me. And once you have that connection on a deeper level, other than monetary value, it's unbreakable. It is unbreakable. Like the connection I have with my clients and that they have with me and that they have with their clients, when you're authentic and you're true to yourself, there's nothing that can stop you in business because 
literally you're just going to keep on growing. So I love that you said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, we're on the same page here. <laughs> yes, you know what? We're on the same page. I love it. I love the it. HSP connection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so think, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, say, I think also like your thing about sharing your story, it's probably when you share things like that, like I have anxiety and panic disorder, other people might just be sitting there also experiencing that and not wanting to speak about it, not wanting other people to know. So by sharing that with them, then they know that it's okay too. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge. And I think HSPs are really good at validating other people and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And it's funny you say that too, because a lot of my audience are former teachers or current teachers, because I was a former teacher myself. And like you said, oftentimes we, we hide that part of ourselves. And I was just saying to somebody how as a teacher, you're taught to not be your true authentic self because it's unprofessional to talk about your anxieties and to talk about being sensitive. And you you kind of keep that quiet. You kind of come off as a hard, hard shell for the kids um, because that's the professional thing to do. And so when you get onto this online space, it can be really hard to open up about yourself because you're trained not to talk about yourself. Um, and so I love that you bring that up because there's a lot of people in my audience right now who have that superpower. They're an HSP and they're afraid to really open up about that when it comes to business and it's going to change the game. It's going to change the game. Yeah. And I think that's also one reason why I decided to go into coaching too, because as a therapist, mm -hmm. you're taught not to disclose really anything about yourself unless it's going to help the client in some way. Yep. And I thought, well, this just really isn't helpful for some people. <laughs> they, they, want to know that I understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, I can open up way more. I can share whatever I want to share with people. And I think, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I give people, I think sometimes is just validating that who they are is okay. And what they're dealing with is okay. And while it may not be like the average, um, there are tons of us that are also dealing with those things too. And that's fine. Exactly. Exactly. It's what makes you special and it makes you yeah. unique and there's nobody else like you. That's so corny, <laughs> but it's true. It's so corny, yeah. but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, and I know we're getting to the end of this, but I know when I talked on your podcast, we really talked for a while about boundaries. Um, and so, and I know a lot of my, my audience struggles with boundaries when it comes to business. So do you have any tips specifically on boundaries when it comes to running a business as an HSP that you'll be willing to share with us? Yeah. So once I really started like needing boundaries in my business, um, I, I kind of blocked off times where I knew that I wasn't able to be available and kind of like worked backwards, I guess. Um, so I found that really helpful to just say, this is when I, I need to be present, like for my daughter. Um, and so <clears throat> I'm not going to be seeing clients during this time. And then that kind of let me figure out what, what times I could be available for clients. Um, and then just sticking to it. And if it really doesn't work for someone, it doesn't work for either of us then, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love that. And I, I see that you actually have a boundary setting workbook um, on, it's a free re resource on your website. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So on my podcast, um, it's called the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I have four boundary setting episodes that I kind of chunked into different um, 
categories when it comes to boundary setting. So I made the workbook to go along with those four episodes. Um, You don't have to use it along with that. It just might be helpful to hear a little bit more information as you go through it. Um, But yeah, it's for any HSPs who really want to work on setting boundaries. I go through um, barriers to setting boundaries because I think that's something that people might not think about a lot. Like why, why am I not setting this boundary? Um, What's getting in the way? That's a really good question. Um, yeah. I sound like I need to do yeah. resource. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let me know what you think. Um, I'm going yeah, down then, it, like, so <laughs> just so you know, good. you're going to see me on your email list. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I came up with a bunch of questions. Um, the workbook is fillable, so you can either print it out or you can do it, like fill it in on your computer. Okay. Um, so there are a lot of questions to think about when it comes to setting boundaries and, um, yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope people are finding that helpful. I can't wait. I'm excited to go check it out because like I said, <laughs> I need to work on boundaries in my business and it's just something I'm probably going to recommend to all my students to go check out because boundaries are so, so important in business, but they are hard to set up. And I love that you said it goes over those barriers because that is a question. Like we can talk about, oh, I want to only work during this time, but then we break those, right? And the why, why do we do that? There's always something deeper that we need to address, right? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> I love all that so much. So it has been amazing having you on here. Um, I just love talking to you, honestly. And I told you this on your podcast, like I love watching your Instagram posts, listening to your podcast. So I feel like I'm speaking to a celebrity right now. Um, (laughs) Well, me too. (laughs) I'll give you my autograph. Um, So where can people learn more about you? So my website is laurenlasallecoaching.com. And I'm also on Instagram at laurenlasallecoaching. So you can check those out. Um, yeah, I have information about my programs, free resources, um, anything I guess you might want to know about me on my website. Or <laughs> if you have more questions, you can always uh, email me or send me a message through the website too. Amazing. And I will be sure to link those in the show notes as well. So that way people can just click the link and easy access to you. So, awesome. but thank you so, so much for being here. I really appreciate your time and I hope you're having a great day. Yeah, thank you. You too. I am so honored you took the time to listen to this podcast today. I value each and every one of you so much, and I am so thankful that you chose me to be a part of your entrepreneur journey. I would love to get to know you more. So if you haven't already, come at me on Instagram and TikTok, mara.mcdonald. Both are linked in the show notes. Send me a message and introduce yourself. I want to get to know you, the real you. Be sure to follow along with this podcast and leave a review. There is so much more to come. As always, you got this. I'm proud of you and I love you. McDonald out.